Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This program contains dramatizations of real events. Some names and timelines have been changed. Listener discretion is advised. An out-of-the-way stop. That spot in the middle of the night, totally dark and pretty darn remote. Leads straight to a dead end. <laughs> no, please, no! It's heinous, cruel, without conscience, no concept or care of human life. Caught between right and wrong, what choice would you make? You want to stay quiet? She knew there was bad people in the world, but she didn't know that there was anybody capable of being that bad. An hour's drive north of Oklahoma City lies the agricultural town of Perry, Oklahoma. It's a ranching community. Lots of cattle, lots of wheat. I considered Perry to be a, a, a stepping stone before I'd been here. You know, just go there until you can move elsewhere. But uh, I'd been here probably six weeks uh, before I stopped and called my wife one day and I just said, you know what, I don't ever want to leave. The same affection for the town of Perry is shared by Susie and Steve Neiman, who met here in high school and now have a high school senior of their own, Stephanie. <laughs> Did you get it? Yes, I did. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. You've worked so hard for that truck. I'm so proud of Wait, you. Wait, hold that pose. I gotta get a picture. Oh. When Stephanie was a senior in high school, we went and found this truck for her. And um, I taught her, I said, if you want this truck, you're gonna have to help us pay for it. <laughs> All right, you ready? One, two, Three. Say Chevy. Chevy. <laughs> oh, I bet you that turns out so good. She was an only child, so her parents doted on her. 
They helped her buy things that she wanted, but then she would have to get out there and work and make money to supplement that. All right, Stephanie, there's something I need you to understand, okay? Now you're going to have monthly payments plus insurance, and that is your responsibility. We just stressed to her that if she wanted anything in life, she's going to have to earn it. We're not just going to give it to her. Don't worry, I already picked up another shift at work for the rest of the summer, and I told Gary that I can pick up any other extra shifts. I even have one for tonight. Really? Mm -hmm. See, she's on top of it. Oh, I'm so proud of you. Oh, <laughs> oh, come here, baby. She was 19. She had graduated, and we were trying to let her be herself. Growing up in small-town Perry, Stephanie's got friends on every corner, including 23-year-old Summer Hare, who lives just a block away with her husband, Matt, and their baby girl. There's some elbow grease behind that girl. I can still see a speck of rotar. Hey, you're just jealous because you don't have your own four-wheel drive monster truck. Summer was a touch older and had a new baby. She and Steph had, I think, had just come to know each other, maybe through school, but also just through parties and get-togethers. I don't believe they were particularly best friends or anything of that nature, but, but that, again, is a, is a product of Perry. Wow, you even got the extended cab. Nice. That's so I could drive all my friends around. What you talking about? All you do is work. No. Stephanie would get out there and work and make money, and I know that some people probably saw that and maybe even took advantage of her generosity, she would help anybody. So Stephanie has money, let's ask her for help. Well, since you mentioned giving rides to friends, I might have a friend who needs visiting tonight. Uh, no, no. Yes? Let me guess, Bobby? Maybe? Bobby was a bit older, also had an infant child of his own, and Summer and Bobby had some kind of relationship. What's wrong, Summer? Besides, I hear rumors at school that Bobby's into drugs. Did you know that? She was very blunt. But even when she was blunt, you knew she loved you. Even if something came across a little bit gruff, it came from a place of love. I know we've been friends for a long time, but I have to work tonight, and Bobby lives so far away. Okay. Can't blame a girl for trying. See ya. Bye. As darkness falls, the Neiman family settles in for the night. Everyone, that is, except Stephanie. Wait, hold on a second. You're going to work? I told you. It's 10 o'clock. I signed up for a special shift. We're taking inventory, and I have to take everything out of the stock room. All right, let me get my keys. Hello, where's to dad? I have my own truck, oh. remember? <laughs> I forgot. All right, listen. It's a Saturday night. I want you to be careful out there on the road. There's lots of crazies out there, okay? Okay. Love you, baby. Love you. Bye. See you later. Bye-bye. It was just a typical evening. She'd come in, we'd talk for a few minutes, and then she'd go out and do what she was wanting to do for the evening. But it was late at night, and, you know, things can happen. Summer, what happened? Are you okay? I got into another fight with Matt. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't be in that house with him right now. Please take me to Bobby's. What about Maddie? We can't just leave her. She's his baby too, he can watch her. Please, Stephanie. Okay, but get in. I have to be at work by 11. <laughs> Stephanie was caring. If somebody needed a ride somewhere, she would take them. 
If somebody needed something, she would go do it or get it. Whatever they needed help with, she would try to help them with it. It takes a little while for Stephanie and Summer to get to Bobby's house. And when they arrive, it's hard to tell if anyone's even home. Okay, here we are. Hey, I, I didn't have time to call him, so I'm not sure if he's alone. Do you mind waiting until I give you the thumbs up? Summer. Please. Hurry up, you're gonna make me late for work. Okay, thanks. Bobby. Summer and Stephanie went by Bobby's house not knowing that there was already a full-scale assault going on in that house on Bobby and then whoever came in. Where's she come from? Clayton Lockett, Sean Mathis, and Alfonso Lockett arrived at Bobby's house to get money that Bobby owed him. They hit him in the face and the shoulder with the butt of a shotgun knocked him down and then taped his hands. And that's when Summer and Stephanie showed up at the house. It's another one outside. In the truck. Hey. Hey there. Your friend wants you to come inside for a second. I can't tell her I have to. I have to leave for work. Hang on. Hang on. She says she's leaving. Get her in here. I, I, I can't. Get her in here or I'll kill you. At some point, they forced Summer to call Stephanie inside. And... You know, she was frightened for her life. She was frightened for Bobby's life, her friend. Uh, hey, hey, Steph, can you, can you come in for a second, please? Good grief. You're going to make me late for work. This is the last ride I give you. I just wish they hadn't got her out of her truck. I wish they would have told her to go on. It's none of your business. You don't need to be here. I wish she'd like would have drove away or just left or you know just something. What's wrong? Sorry. What? <clears throat> she was immediately hit in the head with the butt of the shotgun and thrown to the floor. <laughs> I have no idea what she was thinking. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Steps outside of rural Perry, Oklahoma. <clears throat> Stephanie Neiman and her friend Summer Hare have just walked into a violent trap. Bobby, what's happening? Summer, why did you bring me here? She didn't know these people. She really didn't know what was going on inside the house. She hadn't been in the house. She stayed in her truck. So why didn't they just let her leave? Don't do it. You won't be a good girl, right? Where you think you going? I'll get over me! <laughs> Yo, we got us a live one. Put your wrist together. Put your wrist together. Like her. Can't do this. It's not right. She was not afraid to stand up to anybody. She'd tell him right and what was right and what was wrong, and she wouldn't have put up with it. <laughs> Next time it won't be my fist. It'll be this shotgun. You hear me? Put your wrist together. Get up! <laughs> Lockett and a cousin of his, a minor, who was every bit as violent as Clayton Lockett, and another friend named Sean Mathis, they had come to Perry from Enid. And their story was that Bobby owed him for weed. But Bobby insisted that was not the case, that he didn't owe Clayton Lockett for weed. In a worst case scenario, he owed him 20 bucks. 
stop whimpering. Cute family. Just the wife and Junior. It's okay, you can talk. We're separated. They don't, they don't live here. Oh, man, it's a shame. I would love to meet them. Let's get the business. Now, before our visitors got here, you was about to tell us where you keep the booty. There's some weed in the bedroom. In the nightstand. And? In the pantry. Second shelf from the top, there's a cough can in the back. You're such a good friend. You took real good care of my weed. You know him? It's a long story. Oh, God. I told you. Back at Summer's house, her husband Matt has no idea of the terror his wife is experiencing or that she's even left the house. Summer! Summer! Maddie's up! It's okay, it's okay. I got the milk, it's okay. It's okay, it's okay. Daddy's here. As the night ticks closer to 11 p.m., the thugs back at Bobby's house show no signs of letting up. In fact, things only get worse. They started trying to gather up stereos or anything they could find in the house that looked of value. They'd take anything that would bring money where they didn't have to work for it. Not what I call a fortune. I'm violating my parole for this. someone with the capability of harming an innocent person like that. How is that even possible? How could anyone feel like it's okay? I try hard not to think about what it must have been like for her. Come here, girl. <laughs> Sounds like he's having fun in there. <laughs> <laughs> I got next. <laughs> Oh, 
or summer. What did you do to her? Chill, girl. She's just composing herself. Summer was right, and then Mathis had his turn with her. They spent some time threatening sexual trauma on Stephanie. However, Stephanie did not have any rape or sexual trauma on her. They just had no concept of human life or no conscience to care what happened to human life. What are we going to do with her? What you mean, what are we going to do with her? Ain't going back to jail. We kill him. After being taken captive inside a remote Oklahoma home, 19-year-old Stephanie Neiman and her friends Summer Hare and Bobby Bort are starting to realize just how grave this situation may be. What are we going to do with her? What you mean, what are we going to do with her? Ain't going back to jail. We kill her. Do they mean that? They're gonna kill us. I don't know. This does not happen in our small little town. I do not believe in my soul that she'd ever thought that there was an evil person out here that would do that to her. She just doesn't believe in evil people because she always seen good in everybody. But Stephanie's friend Summer knows they're evil. She's only just emerging after more than an hour trapped in the bedroom where two of the men sexually assaulted her. Come on, girl. Come on in. He's gonna sit you down right here. Y'all play nice. Come on, guys. Stephanie's home in Perry, her parents Susie and Steve are bound for bed. But there's a problem. Okay, uh, thank you for, for letting me know. Yes, please have her call when she arrives, okay? <laughs> yes, thank you. Bye-bye. Honey, that was the chicken shack. They, they said Steph never showed up for work tonight. She left an hour and a half ago. I know. Uh, do, you, do you think maybe she, she had a, a flat tire or something? I'll tell you what, I'm going to go out and look for her, okay? Okay, please, right. please be careful. She didn't show up at home, and we, nobody knew where she was at, so we knew something was wrong, so we just started hitting all the stops and trying to figure out what was going on. But Stephanie's parents can't even begin to imagine that their only daughter is at the mercy of three sadistic men, or what they plan to do next. Clay. You really think it's a good idea to kill him? Yeah, Clay, uh, 
I ain't too sure about this, man. Really? You ain't too sure? You ain't the one making the decisions, are you? Clayton was the boss man, the definite leader. Uh, the other two were the followers. Uh, Mathis occasionally would have an opinion or objection, but when he was overruled by Clayton, he, he just done whatever Clayton said. It's simple. No witnesses, no charges. Clayton decided he was going to kill all of them. He just couldn't have witnesses. Clayton was going to take him out in the country somewhere and do it. That's a nice truck you got out there. Give me the keys. No, you're not taking my truck. The love of her life was her pickup truck that her folks had gotten her. For better or worse, uh, she stood up for what she believed in, period. Um, and she believed in protecting what was hers and uh, just standing up for what's right. I'm gonna ask you one more time. And then I'm gonna get angry. Give me the keys. Steph, don't be stupid. Give them to him. He means it, Steph. Fellas, y'all take the two girls. I'll take Bobby in his truck. Oh yeah, hold up. I almost forgot, we need a shovel. You got one in your garage, right? No. Get it! Go get it, get up, get up. Come on, y'all. You got a little road trip you're gonna take. So they loaded all of them up, both in the truck they came in, as well as Stephanie's. Bobby, I know, rode in the cab of the truck with Lockett. It's going to be hard to drive like this. You'll manage. Can I ask where we're going? You'll see. After two and a half hours of torture at the mercy of three armed men, Stephanie Neiman, Summer Hare, and Bobby Bornt are suddenly on the move with no idea where they're headed or whether the threats they've been hearing are serious. There was a lot of trauma and conversation about death on the way up there. They were told frequently they were going to die. And they had 40 miles to talk about it, think about it, so I know the pain and, and the horrible anguish is unbelievable. If you get off Highway 64 right there and start traveling north, there are no houses between those two miles. 
So you'd have no reason to ever come down that road unless you're just kids out looking for a place to drink or get into trouble or what have you, or unless you're looking for a place where nobody's going to bother you, like Clayton was. This is as good a place as any. Yo, Clay, can I talk to you for a sec? Hold this. We don't want any straight sheep. Man, this is seriously messed up. What if we get caught? We won't. What if we do? Don't want to spend the rest of my life looking at cinder blocks. It looked like young Lockett did not want to take the life of any of the kids. He had asked several times for him not to kill, but Clayton had made up his mind. Stephanie! Stephanie! As time starts running out for Stephanie and her friends, her father Steve spends every waking second searching for his daughter. Oh no, Stephanie, please. It was late at night. There's nobody out. It's a pretty dead town after 11 o'clock. Hello? Hey, Susie. I've been to every gas station, every restaurant in town. No one has seen or heard from her. Have you talked to any of her friends? Oh, well, I, I talked to just about everyone. <laughs> but Summer, I, I can't reach anyone at her house. She's not answering. Hey, listen, I'm only 10 minutes from there. I'll head over to Summer's house. I'll wake them up if I have to, okay? Okay. If we can't find her, then we can call the police, okay? In fact, Stephanie's in the middle of nowhere, in another county, under guard of ex-cons with a score to settle. It had immediately gone from teaching Bobby a lesson to just this night of madness, with Clayton clearly in charge at every step of the way, and clearly imposing his will and his violence upon all three of them. I ain't going back to prison, but that's gonna happen if you talk. We won't talk, Clayton. We won't. That's right. We, we won't say anything. I, I won't say anything. I have a baby at home. Please, Clayton, I learned my lesson. Bobby was very open. He had no intention of telling because he believed Clayton would come back and kill his baby, period. And so then it was on to Summer. And though her baby wasn't there with her, she quickly saw what to say, and she said, no, I swear I won't tell anybody. I don't even know who you people are. Just don't hurt my baby. Just don't hurt my baby. Then he came to Seth. What about you, Missy? Want to stay quiet? No. I'm definitely going to the police. You guys bring summer, and that's wrong. She had no ability to filter her honesty her sense of right and wrong, and for whatever reasons, no ability to understand that this crazy, evil person just wants me to be scared of him and be swear to him that I won't tell him. You know, I mean, to even say I won't, even though I fully intend to. But Stephanie said, you're darn right I will. Stephanie, Stephanie, no, you are not going to the police. They wait. 
<laughs> Girl, you crazy. All right, your choice. Get the shovel. What are you doing? He means that he's gonna kill you. No, he won't. Yes, he will. Don't do it. She felt like she was doing what was right, and you're not gonna talk her out of it. She would do it to the death. With his daughter still missing, a desperate Steve Neiman checks in at Summer Hare's house. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm looking for my daughter, Stephanie. Have you seen her? Here. Why in the world would she be here? Is Summer here? No, she's not here either. I'm, I'm sorry, but do you have any idea where she is? I, I mean, I thought they'd be together. I doubt it. Unless she's shacking up with someone else, too. Please, I, I, I need your help, man. Can you help me? I'm sorry. I'm sorry? It's, I know it's late. I can't help you. Please. I got my own problems. Please, man. Meanwhile, back in Kay County, Clayton Lockett and his crew seem to be staying true to their word. Still, Stephanie refuses to break. At that point, they kind of went down an, an incline a bit, and Clayton had him start digging a grave. Hey, Clay. How's this, man? I can't dig much deeper. It'll do. Let's get this over with. Get it over here. Alfonso, get it over here. For real? Yeah, I'm for real. Unless you want to join it. I don't care all y'all if that's what you I'm want. I'm sure she won't say anything. I'll make sure of it. I may trust you, but I don't trust her. Get up. <laughs> this will show you Clayton locking me in business. He asked her again, are you in town? She said yes. And he shot her once. <laughs> and she fell into the grave. But she's still alive. <laughs> he went to shoot her the second time. The gun jammed. Once the gun was unjammed, Clayton Locke had come around and shot her the second time. Shoot that off! You cross me, you kick on me the next ditch. Clay! Clay! What? She's still alive. <laughs> Out in the remote Oklahoma countryside, <laughs> Summer Hare and Bobby Bort are forced to watch in horror as their 19-year-old friend, Stephanie Neiman, is shot twice and thrown into a shallow grave. Clayton Locke had come around and shot her the second time. Unfortunately, she was still breathing. 
They could still hear her gurgling and breathing when they started covering her uh, with earth. Hey, Clay. She's still alive. What you mean she's still alive? She's still breathing. Bury her anyway. And do it quick. I want to get back to town. It's crazy. I mean, you just can't wrap your head around it. That really happened. That really happened to our family. Ripped away from their friend at her darkest hour, Summer and Bobby are hauled back to the town of Perry, where their own fate hangs in the balance. Come on, get in there. I bet not hear about y'all going to the cops. We're gonna have some problems. We won't say a word to anyone. It never happened. Good. Bobby and Summer are alive today for the simple reason that they promised him they wouldn't tell. Which again flies in the face of intelligence or of reason or anything else with all the things he had done. Neither he nor Summer went to the police initially. But Bobby's mother came over when he didn't show up for work and saw how beat up he was. She made him tell her what happened, and he eventually did. She said, but Mom, I can't tell. They'll come back with a baby, you know. And she said, you're going, please. As soon as law enforcement is informed, they get to work zeroing in on the location at the heart of Bobby's story. I was first in disbelief, you know. Surely Bobby's made up a story. This can't be right. And then the more details that come out, we realize this is bad. When we got to the scene, it was obvious she was deceased. She's been dead for several hours. It looks like two buckshots, one to the back, the other to the shoulder. Is that the cause of death? That or asphyxiation. That morning, I went to the police station, and that's when they tell me what happened. At first, we couldn't believe it because we were a small town. This does not happen in our small little town. Why would they do this to our child? They don't even know her. And um, and we said that he needed to pay. Sometimes it takes years to solve a homicide. 
Sometimes it, it takes weeks. This one, the pieces of the puzzle start coming together very quickly. That same day, thanks to Bobby's description of the car the three men were driving that night, it's not difficult for investigators to track down the suspects. Yeah, that's him. The young one. Alfonso Lockett, Clayton's cousin. That's all three of them. You'll be glad to know all three were arrested this afternoon. They're bringing them in now. Well, speak of the devil. Get him out of here. Hey, don't worry. Where he's going, he'll never have a gun again. We were thankful that they were arrested quick enough that no one else had to die. They didn't have time to come back and try to hurt any, either Bobby, his family, some or her family, or anybody else. And no police officers were hurt in the apprehension, so everything worked out great as far as solving the case and the apprehension of them. Though Sean Mathis and Alfonso Lockett plead not guilty at trial, they are convicted of burglary, assault, rape, kidnapping, and first-degree murder. Both are sentenced to life in prison. Clayton Darrell Lockett ultimately provides a full confession. He is convicted of burglary, assault, rape and sodomy, kidnapping, and first-degree murder. He is sentenced to death and is executed in 2014. Clayton Lockett was the most evil human being I've ever been around. And that's saying something to have prosecuted crime for 28 years. One, two, three. Say Chevy. <laughs> if Stephanie was sick and she would have passed away, that'd have been different. That's part of life. She was in a car wreck. That's part of life. But going out and shooting somebody is not part of life. That's not part of our society. Stephanie was our child. She was our only child. She was funny, honest. She was caring. We had lost out on a lot that night that he took her from us. We never got to see her go to college. We didn't get to watch her fall in love. We'll never be able to have grandchildren. Cherish your time with your kids because you're never promised the next day because it can be gone in an instant. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.